Hello, and welcome to the Pros Travel Podcast, The View from 30,000 Feet, a podcast series featuring airline industry experts tackling the real issues around airline digital transformation. This is our second season. I highly recommend listening to the last season if you haven't yet. And we're focused on big and small changes around travel IT, data, products, and retailing. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. everyone and welcome to another episode of The View from 30,000 Feet. My name is Tanislava Yordanova and I'm excited to deep dive into some great conversations with industry experts all around digital transformation. A key puzzle piece in the digital transformation process is the customer experience. Airlines and IT providers alike are exploring new and innovative ways to drive customer experience and in turn revenue. To explore this topic, we have lined up Tommy Maniemi, principal at Pros, but also former e-commerce leader at Finnair. He joins us to discuss the nuts and bolts of airline digital retailing and how airlines can take steps to accelerate and scale innovation across their organization. We touch upon topics like improving conversion and the digital experience, building the business case for innovation projects and measuring digital success through various KPIs. Take a listen and reach out to Tommy after if you want to continue the conversation. Hi, Tommy. It's great to have you on the second season of The View from 30,000 Feet. Thank you for joining uh, on this exciting topic around uh, digital retailing. Before we start, can you just give a brief introduction of yourself to our listeners? I know you've led uh, the e-commerce efforts of Finnair in your experience, so I guess everyone is excited to hear what you have been doing before joining us. Thank you for inviting me. This is actually my first podcast ever. Uh, I recently joined Pros after a successful acquisition of a traveler. And at Pros, I work as a principal in a travel division, focusing in retail and distribution of airlines and setting the direction in travel space for Pros. Uh, I've worked couple stints uh, for different companies, for Honeywell and Finnair, in uh, various commercial and digital positions. Uh, at Finnair, I was uh, leading global sales, e-commerce, and, and also some digital transformation initiatives. Uh, after that, I joined Traveler, and there we really focused on user experience, and we created the best-in-class booking engine platform for airlines, and also many other retail innovations. So that's my experience. Great. So you have been a lot involved around digital sales in the airline space. And yeah, airlines were at the front front of e-commerce, but I somehow feel that on average, the digital experience really is lagging behind other industries. Maybe not with all airlines, but in general, that's the general perception. I feel like it's often painful to book or change a flight what do you think is missing for a great retail experience? What are the challenges um, to get there? And where is the complexity coming from in the airline space? Would you say that, for example, low-cost carriers are more advanced than full-service carriers? And if, if, if yes, why? What's, what's the case? Okay, so, well, first of all, I definitely don't believe that technology would be an issue. Uh, there are many great retailers. Uh, online and every one of us uses those services 
even every day. It also seems that every airline has put a growing amount of focus in digital and customer experience overall. But maybe there hasn't been enough innovations in airline retail fields. And, and really, if we look at the history, there has been only a couple products to choose from, I mean, from airline perspective. And, and those retail products came from uh, so-called traditional airline IT companies. And in those companies, the UX design has not been and has never been a strong area or a focus area. And maybe this has led into a situation where airlines have decided to build those retail solutions in-house. Uh, and that's, again, probably not the best idea to, to build a product in-house uh, because the maintaining it and, and, uh, and uh, keeping it really up to date with your customer requirements uh, gets more and more difficult. Regarding the low-cost carriers, um, are they more advanced? Well, I do hear often that they were able to start from a scratch without this legacy of traditional airline IT. And yeah, I'm sure it has made some difference in some areas like uh, direct distribution overall. But what comes to retail technology, I, I really don't see that the LC is being more advanced. Actually, not at all. Uh, they are focusing more on certain self-service elements, definitely. Uh, but if we look at the technology, what they use, or how they how they present it to their customers, I would say that there are many good and bad low-cost carriers in that area, the same way as as the traditional network carriers. Uh, the low-cost carriers do have been focused in their direct channels more than the traditional airlines. And that's natural because most of the sale is coming from their website. And there are definitely a couple of great examples how some low-cost carriers have even used their mobile applications as their primary channel. And that definitely enables the better experience uh, in, a, in a native platform once you have a team who can actually build a good experience. Uh, but yeah, overall, I believe that the low-cost carrier started earlier to put more focus on the website and the mobile application user experience. So maybe that's the trick why why the low-cost carriers might have a small advantage over the uh, network carriers. Yeah, so it seems that if there is a um, retail strategy behind the business model, that really helps deliver that better customer experience. What kind of projects do you think airlines need to embark on to become better digital retailers? What should they actually be working on? So from a customer point of view, uh, there are still many areas that still amazes me. For example, it is still extremely difficult to find the best flights. Uh, as a customer, you have to try multiple channels like meta search engines, online travel agencies, and then you hit the airline website just to figure all the options. And, and what really amazes me is that often I find better uh, offers outside of the airline own direct channel, the website. 
Yeah, it's, sometimes it's much easier to find uh, the best flight um, on a meta search channel, for example, because the experience is more user friendly and you kind of find the best price and also what you're looking for in terms of like schedule or ancillaries. But Excellent. if we look at other industries, tell me what do you think airlines can adopt as approach and like best uh, practice when it comes to the user experience and the overall end-to-end shopping and booking process? Well, where should I start? That's a, that's a big question to me to open here, here and now, but to its essence, um, maybe everyone should start asking themselves, when's really the last time you tested your own digital services? Or when did you actually see your customer to use those services? When did you do a real customer testing in front of you? And what could be done better there? So after understanding all the customer pain points, then yes, make those quick enhancements, test, analyze, and keep doing it. So that's, that's really the basics. So do you think um, airlines are not used to that um, agile testing um, approach? I, I think that airlines do collect a lot of customer data. They collect a lot of uh, those customer requirements and, and they definitely have a huge backlog on their IT department uh, uh, full of business requirements and customer requirements to enable through the digital. But I, I at the same time see that not too many airlines actually use this type of a tool I mean, listening customer uh, as, a, as a base tool in their daily operations. So do you think airlines should actually just rethink their entire organizational charts and kind of look at um, where the talent gaps are, what kind of people they need to um, recruit so that they actually make use of this data and, um, and change how they have been doing business around digital? Uh, well, first of all, like talent acquisition and team building, it takes a lot of time uh, to really make a functional good team. It is time consuming. and But then again, you can only start this work too late. So if you haven't been doing it already, you should immediately. But before building an organization charge, uh, of course, the, uh, the airline has to have its uh, vision and strategy in place and only after you know where you're going and how to get there you should analyze what changes are necessary to make and what competencies are missing and how to shift up this whole supportive organization uh, all that can be really over engineered and you can put way too much emphasis on it uh, but really the question is how to build a winning team uh, I, I believe more in power of right kind of a culture, the working culture and the way of working, like how teams work together and, and open communication, transparency, uh, especially in a delegation of decision making and failing fast as well. Yeah, so it seems that for the di- digital mindset to work, um, airlines need to be quicker um, in bringing innovation. Um, how did you look at this process back in Finnair when you were heading um, the e-commerce um, department? 
can you tell our listeners tips on introducing innovation across the organization and scaling it from a project to really a, a full functioning process? Well, if you haven't yet, place a visit to some successful digital B2C company, such as Spotify or Netflix. I mean, we, we did actually meet Spotify. And it's really eye-opening visit to those who haven't worked in a, for uh, new digital companies or, or startups. Uh, innovation sounds something that only a genius can do, but innovation really isn't that. Any improvement is an innovation meaning that everyone recognizes issues. I mean, we're so good in complaining when something is wrong, right? So the same way everyone can propose how to improve, fix these issues, and that's innovating. What you need to do in your organization or in your team is to give some time and place for innovation work. So how does this work in the airline organization? What are some of the best practices you've seen back in your FINAR days? Uh, well, small teams actually give that time to innovate. Uh, uh, working together and, and finding those issues is, is one thing, but using some of the design principles, which we, we started only in the later years of my FINAR career to really start at FINAR, uh, clarified the process and, and gave us more tools how to interact with customers, how to quickly like build small prototypes and, and test if, if those uh, uh, thoughts were correct or not. And then again, we went into this uh, cycle of, of testing, analyzing, and, and then going back into the enhancements. Uh, and and it, it seemed to work really well. But again, the team had the power they had the budget to do it and, and they had the right to do it. Uh, so, so, you, so of course, uh, you need to power your teams and, again, give the time and space for innovation. And how did you work with the team to decide which projects or which technologies to prioritize and where to invest and how to scale that when it comes to the different departments? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, I mentioned earlier that decision-making being one of the main reasons why airline industry lacks behind a digital in digital retail. Uh, but again, prioritization is really a process. Uh, once you set up a framework for it, which everyone should follow, then you should look into what is the most effective way to implement these projects and, and definitely which ones have the strongest business cases. Uh, and in some cases, there are just must-to-do things. Is it then a legal requirement or or another roadblock that needs to be uh, which needs to be solved before you can move forward? In a C level, though, it's all about money. As long as this initiative supports the airline strategy, the business case matters the most. Okay, so what should e-commerce leaders look for when building the business case for the leadership and how to get the buy-in from the, what is it, the CDO, the CEO or the CIO and even procurement just to make sure that they accelerate this innovation project? Big, big airline uh, organizations are really process-oriented. Uh, so, so every airline has its own process uh, to fill these uh, uh, let's say the different requirements that come from 
different teams and and sea level. Uh, so of course you need to follow that. That's the basic rule. Uh, but from the e-commerce standpoint, there are many other teams and many other initiatives uh, that the sea level is looking after. Uh, so so you just need to be really transparent and open with the numbers and the business case itself and, and show what and how fast you can actually move forward with that and, and what are the targets and your KPIs. Uh, so really building a, a really in-depth business case helps the most. Do you look at building scenarios? Because sometimes it's hard to project how the market will turn out. Yes, of course, scenarios help to understand, uh, like any use case, uh, what you are aiming at, what is the target and what are the benefits. Uh, so that should be a part of the process as well. Yeah, and to go back um, on the airline organization, um, I feel like this industry is traditionally risk averse. It's really focused around safety. So really accelerating um, around innovation projects, like uh, doing pilots or startup projects. It's something that airlines are a little bit cautious doing, but how, what are the steps, how to actually disrupt uh, traditional legacy processes and technologies and move faster? Because the market is changing fast, the consumer expectations are changing fast. What should airlines look to take as steps and what were the risks? What should they look out for? So the real driver is really your airline customers and their requirements. The acceleration part then, how to, how to accelerate uh, these projects, does require a new way of working. And uh, I mentioned this one also earlier, and, and we started practicing this at, at Finner after seeing how the digital companies do. It's failing fast. So not trying to target a huge, long project, uh, but instead uh, taking small steps and steps that you can immediately fail and start all over again. That's actually part of the risk mitigation as well, uh, because if you can fail fast and move forward with a new idea, uh, it's also very cost efficient. That sounds interesting. Can you give examples of um, like smaller projects, like, I don't know, changing something um, during shop, the, the, the shopping window, or maybe um, a step in the booking process? Yeah, one of the last projects that I started driving at Finnair was just including a uh, very simple uh, addition to date pick calendar. So when you book a flight and then you pick the dates. And in this calendar, we added the starting from fares, which, by the way, at that time, uh, Google uh, flights did not have. So we did this before Google did. Really proud of that, by the way. Great team, great ideas. So yeah. really small step added just the starting from fares. And we saw that conversions through that step increased a lot. So small initiative. And we could test that with our customers, of course, uh, not online, but with the fake data. And, and saw that they, they liked the idea and they never came back to check again the flights and see new flights when they could see the starting from fares already in this date big calendar. Okay, that's a very interesting project that really drove conversion. What are some of the other ways to measure success from those digital projects? What 
KPIs should airlines set beforehand and look as a result from um, all the pilots they're running? Well, customer satisfaction, obviously. Revenue for the pleasure of sea level. Costs, those do matter as well to be efficient. And maybe also automation level, because you actually, with these uh, innovation initiatives, you start uh, with the small, so there might still be some customer service, uh, real people to be involved, and then you continue enhancing it and, and making it more of a full automated service tool. So, so I would also pick up an automation level as being the fourth, fourth KPI. Yeah, and I feel that this is an area where artificial intelligence can really help. What are some of the other applications of AI that you have seen around digital retailing? How can it improve, automate? What are your thoughts on this? Well, this type of a predictive modeling, machine learning, and all these algorithms uh, which, which people talk when they, when, they, when they talk about artificial intelligence, hasn't really been seen, at least in airline industry, except, of course, in revenue management. That's, that's where it's been used for years and years. Uh, but even if we go into the marketing tools or where you should be able to predict or, or really shop, doing a shopping and merchandising, there are still many great areas to, to improve the efficiency of your predictions, your uh, offer optimization. So I believe that that's the next area, really, to be like a big change in the airline industry, to, to optimize the offers using the artificial intelligence. Yeah, if we look at other industries, they're really driving value through AI. I mean, other digital retailers. What does it take for airlines to get there? I mean, is there um, an issue with um, the data they use? How can they implement AI successfully? Well, call it pros, and, and I'm sure we have enough scientists who can tell you how to do it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I would do first, because I'm definitely an, not an expert what comes to an artificial intelligence. Uh, but some basics that I do have learned is that, first of all, collecting data. There, you really can't have enough data even uh, from your customers, how they behave and, and the history of, of your bookings and so on. So collecting data, that's where it all begins from. And then our guys, they can start crunching the data and using the artificial intelligence uh, to, to efficiently predict the future. When it comes to digital retail, what data do you refer to? Is it around the customer or around transactions? What should airlines look at? Pretty much try to tag all your website pages, all, all the clicks, also the behavior of your customers, how they flow through your website and the booking flow. So I would say that very much everything that you can. You can also collect the PNR data from offline sites. And you can use other tools, commercial tools like uh, personalization engines uh, to enhance all this data. Plus, from the marketing sources, you can collect more of this behavioral data through Google or Facebook, for example. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of sources. I feel like there is a big opportunity for airlines to really improve that 
end-to-end digital retail experience from shopping to booking to post-travel? I definitely hear you. Uh, it's not about booking only. It's, it's really the whole flow. And it actually starts from the acquisition of customers, uh, even from the brand marketing, getting into more tactical marketing, uh, dreaming, uh, and then planning the trip, then booking the trip. And then, of course, the whole journey with your customer. And let's not forget the retention part as well. So airlines should definitely look into the full life cycle of a customer and make them loyal to your airline. Uh, so the latter part is as important as the acquisition part. So to sum up, what emerging trends do you see impacting that um, end-to-end retail experience in short term, let's say this year? Some of the emerging trends that we've seen there for a while is about distribution. So definitely the distribution part uh, will evolve during 2020 as well. Uh, But other interesting area is how business side is getting closer to the technology and the digitalization. Uh, Whereas it used to be the traditional IT playing field. So I think that the decision-making is actually moving from the IT to business. And and that's a big change in the airline industry. Okay, um, it's the beginning of 2020. I can't wait to see how uh, this year will turn out for um, airline digital retailing. One last question. It's a fun one for our listeners. Uh, Tommy, will you share um, with us some more about your most memorable travel experience you had? Well, one very nice uh, memory comes from from one Middle East carrier. We were flying with my family to a vacation and and we got upgraded. And the full family, four of us sitting in a business is, is of course, something really nice to have. And the customer service, how well they took care of our our two little boys. Uh, Those are, of course, really nice memories. We, by the way, called them magic moments at Finnair when there is something that really, these small things that really click and, and make you feel good. And that was a definitely a really nice a magic moment to me and my wife. Yeah, indeed. Uh, those are magic moments that can really drive brand loyalty. I agree. So thank you, Tommy. Um, that was a great conversation around what's ahead for airline retail. I look forward to talking to you again and um, having you share insights around the airline space. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much, Stanislava. Thanks for listening to the Pros Travel Podcast, The View from 30,000 Feet. Special thanks to our guests and our producer, Genevieve Todd. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any feedback, a burning idea, or know of an industry expert we should feature, shoot us an email at ameta at pros.com. That's A-M-E-H-T-A at pros.com. You're now free to move about the cabin. Beep.